Welcome, my lovelies. Welcome once again to the Knackered Football Show. In the studio tonight, I welcome uh, a guy who I had on uh, during lockdown, uh, remotely. Should have had him in the studio before that, but apparently I had him in the studio on one of the very first uh, Naked Football shows we did in the year, what, 1604 or something, when we were in the other studio. Um, So welcome back after all this time, Carl Day. Yep, welcome. Thank you very much. Um, good to see you again, Carl. It can be got on Twitter at Racy Lad. Racy Lad, all one word, isn't it? It's, it's it, simple as that, just like me. It's an anagram of my name. Oh, is it? Yeah, Racy oh, Lad, cool. Carl Day. Carl Day, yeah. yes, of course. You didn't tell me that last time. You just said it was Racy Lad, and I thought, what, why is this? Or well, you may have, you might have told me. But so, how are you, Carl? How are things with um, when it comes to the football world with you, or if it's town in particular? Well, if you listen to the Twitter world, you think it's a disaster one well, week would, and fantastic you? another. But I'm actually enjoying football again. I'm enjoying going to Portman Road. Yeah, the results aren't always what we want, but that's that's the history of being an Ipswich Town fan. It but, is, yeah. But I'm enjoying the football again. You yeah, know, you know, you know. I'm going back. To, you know, when I first started watching Ipswich, it was in the you know mid seventies and. I assumed it was normal. You played uh, a European game midweek, and then you beat a top team yeah. at the weekend. But I didn't realise what a golden era that was. But you know. well, the beauty of being old, eh, Carl? <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately, yeah, yeah I know. It's catching up. Exactly. Yeah, no, them were the days. Well, there's, but yeah, there's a lot of people saying that. You know, we're, we're, in fact, I think our record this season is worse than it was in the season that Lambert was finishing on. I think we're two points worse off or something than Lambert's final season. So. But it's the fact you go there and and you're expecting to be slightly excited, aren't you, for a change? Well, I would have thought the what the XG they talk about and all that is certainly a lot higher than it yeah. was under Lambert. So, yeah. um, as I say, it, yeah, we, we've got complete new squad. Literally, by the word, it is a complete new squad with yeah. the exception of two or three players. And I know they keep talking about their gelling and fans are getting frustrated with it, but... You know, you can start seeing now, you know, up at Sunderland the other week, you could actually see that first 70 minutes or so, you could actually see a team in control, playing great football, dominating the game, Sunderland really poor, and then you just knew it being an Ipswich fan, the sucker punch was coming. Yep. We just, our biggest issue at the moment is we're not taking our opportunities when they're presenting themselves. No. You know, um, there's a lot of talk about one up front. Should it be one up front or not? You look at the Man City's as well. They're playing the same formations and they're yeah. scoring plenty of goals. Yeah. But I do feel that it's 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 noticed when when Burns is not playing, Bond seems very isolated. And I think um, Wes Burns is missed in the team that we currently got at the moment. To be fair, he is. I agree with you. I think most people would. Do you think? Uh, do we know when he's back or likely to be back? Well, I heard it was, a, you know, from what I understand, it's to do with the hamstring, but hamstring, it wasn't yeah. a tear or anything like that. So yeah. I think it's imminent. Um, he may get a run out in the next, you know, tonight or or, Saturday. or on Saturday to get him up to speed. I don't know, but uh, I think they've got to be careful because he is such a key player for us. He is, and and going back to the one up front, as you say, Man City play it, and uh, if we play two up front. You get the same people complaining. Oh well, we look, we're missing people in midfield. We need someone playing behind the striker and things like this, or strikers. So it's a it's a no win situation. And this is League One football. It is. Yeah, you're not going to have time in midfield. It's no. all physical. Bang. And we're starting to play with the ball, and we're using width, and we're you know. But you're right. We're just we're just not quite there. We're just not clicking. We're not doing ninety minutes as the team we should be. No. And the, although I it, I find found the game against. Rotherham a hard watch because it did seem a bit like men against boys in that game didn't you think 
Well, yeah, the, the first 10, 15 minutes, it literally was men against boys. But yeah. then we seemed to get the great start, and then we we just we just allowed them to dominate, and then they took over the game. Mm. And and we didn't seem to have an answer for it. We were second best. Going back to this um, gelling and we need more time and all this stuff, I mean, someone brought it up, well, I think it was in the last show or the week before, Wigan have pretty similar to us in that they, they signed a whole lot of good of new players and they're sitting pretty at the top just about that, that's a very very valid point but I do believe some of the players they signed were on loan this season before, before yeah. um, so, so it, there is that con, you know continuation from that side of it but mm. yeah there are I mean uh, I think Blackpool was the classic Blackpool last season was literally similar to us nine or ten new players and they got up through the playoffs so it mm. can be done I don't think the season's over yet, but I think automatics is going to be a tall order. But typically, Ipswich will probably get on a one amazing run, get into the playoffs, and then choke. So, or get, go so far in the Europe, in the uh, FA Cup that we mess up everything. That's my fear. But then that's just being me. Um, before we go into tweets and everything, because I know if we go into tweets now, we won't get a chance. Um, Carl, for those who don't know him, is a friend of Jamie. Jamie's the guy in the wheelchair. Lovely guy. Um, you have a story, don't you, which you'd want to embarrass Jamie for with, right. hopefully. Well, from what I understand is Jamie's got a, a good friend called Sam. We call him Sam Nav because, you know, if you're supposed to go left, he'll go right. Um, and they decided to take a shortcut through the woods. And uh, I'd rather let Jamie tell the story in full because it's hilarious the way Jamie tells it. But uh, cutting the long story short, on the way back, they decided to go back the same way, even though it was very treacherous, and they totally went the wrong way. They had to call the police. <laughs> um, when the police officer said, do you know where you are? Jamie's answer was, no. Well, I can't help you then, was the reply, and uh, it got, got a bit silly. And I think I understand Jamie was supposed to be home at um, sort of 11 o'clock-ish, and I think he got home about 2 o'clock, covered in mud, uh, and his wife was somewhat shocked. So, but... I'll let Jamie, if anyone knows Jamie, ask him about the, the little story at Wickham. <laughs> Didn't even know there was woods at Wickham, but there you go. Oh, Jamie found them. Yeah. Of course, a hell of a long walk to the ground, isn't it? Or oh, pain in the arse. Just, yeah, I know. I mean, a lot of people said, oh, I can get back on the last train. It's only Wickham. You go straight into London. That's forgetting you've got about 18 miles to walk from the station. But um, Right, let's go into uh, emails, tweets, etc. These are, as usual, as they came in. Um, this is from Ian. Loosed after Ian, boy. Uh, I, I must stop doing that, poor boy. Um, hi, GB and Racy. Were you ever Racy GB? No. Uh, now the <laughs> I'll league. I've seen the videos. <laughs> yeah. Now the league is gone. Well, for well for a couple of games, at least. Do you see a cup distraction as a good thing? Question for Racy. That one. No more cries of 81 GB. Too painful by far. <laughs> Great show, both. Thank you, mate. Yes, and thank you for putting me in my place, Ian. That's correct. That's a good thing. Um, do you see the cup as a distraction well, or a good thing? I, I see it as a good thing in terms of the size of the squad we've got to keep as many players match fit and up to speed. And, you know, tonight we're expecting, I haven't seen the teams yet, but I expect that'd be quite a few changes. And I think there'll be. The FA Cup's going to be interesting because he has played reasonably strong sides exactly, in the FA yeah. Cup. Um, but we obviously got Charlton away the following midweek, so I think that he'll have one eye on that. But getting the pigots of this world some game time is important because if Bond isn't out, he continues out of form, we need Pickett. Every time he's played so far, he's looked rusty because he hasn't had the minutes. Yeah. So I see these cup games being beneficial to the squad. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree with you there. 
Uh, there you go, Ian. I'm agreeing with Carl, despite my 81 paranoia. Uh, Mrs. Nuts. Delia fell asleep at the Newcastle game last night. Let's be having... Let's be... <laughs> Have you ever fallen asleep and embarrassed yourself or missed out on something? I once fell asleep on the on the night bus and woke up in the depot. <laughs> Blakey had to give me a lift home. Showing your age there, Mrs Nuts. I'm sure Carl knows what you're talking about. Um, ever fallen asleep at a game? Well, well, in the 80s, the old yuppie era, I used to work in London and I used to end up in wine bars quite regularly, sort of mid-afternoon. Oh, what a and when I lived in Harwich, you used to have to change at Manning Tree and I got down to a little technique where I used to stick my ticket onto my forehead, fall asleep on the train and someone would nudge me just as we're coming That's into Manning Tree. That's great, but someone once did it in Chelmsford and I got off the train straight away and not realised at Chelmsford. But I have woken up a couple of times in, unfortunately, Norwich sidings a few times on that technique. <laughs> we woke up, yeah, this was years ago, on the last train back from a football match, a night game, I think, um, from London. And uh, we woke up in the sidings at Ipswich when they used to stop there. And uh, me mate, we, we said, uh, I, I thought had a vague idea we had a bit to drink where the platform was so I headed towards the platform my mate went out the other door <laughs> like a 40 foot drop it's not like quite that much and his back has never been right since bless him well the other one I'll quickly say is about Ray Sleg when I was over at oh, Luxembourg watching Begging he had one or two to drink while we were doing musical chairs in the square yes and uh, at the game he fell asleep literally at kickoff, and he literally woke up at the end just to see Marcus Stewart's goal so he had the right smart thing oh. he fell asleep at the right time because the rest of the game was awful did you uh, I was at the doing the musical musical chairs at the square did you read the um, I think it might have been the Guardian or the Observer um, I've, I've still got the little article at home I might I'll might um, thing me it over to you somewhere yeah, if I can find it, where it went on about a disgraceful, um, disgraceful English football club causing the uh, the raucous the, the riot at the square at Thingy and upturning furniture and making the band play was it Mambo Number Nine or whatever. <laughs> it was all tongue in cheek. Yeah. The band were brilliant. The yeah. bandmaster was fantastic because yeah, he, he was really playing along with yeah. everything, and that was that was a brilliant day. The only bit that spoiled was the ninety minutes from kick off up to injury time, yeah. and then obviously with Marcus Stewart coming up in the yeah. last few seconds to score the goal. That well, in all fairness, the second leg was a foregone conclusion anyhow the interesting thing I found was that uh, is because the square is at the top of a big above a cliff isn't it and you have to wind your way down and coming back I bumped into a mate and he said oh we'll go up on the lift and I thought yeah yeah you're as drunk as I am and sure enough there was a lift at the bottom of this cliff did you know that no I didn't yeah. we walked <laughs> he said no come on let's walk to and we were walking along the road and I said no I'm not going along there and he led us right to this cliff face and I thought what's what's he on and sure enough there was a lift in the middle of a cliff wow I know, there's something. That's what travel does, broadens the mind and you get lifts up cliffs. Um, Thomas Seggins, hello Thomas. Morning GB and Racy, shout out for Lowstoft Ian for his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday Lowstoft Ian. Well done Ian. Well no done Ian, Ian boy. Um, uh, have, a good, have a beer on me, or eight. Uh, did either of you miss Selena's goal on Sunday because <laughs> you disappeared to the toilet or bar? Also, if we beat Barrow... Who would you like, both like in the third round and home or away? So there's three questions there. First one, did you miss Selena's goal? On no, Sunday? I saw Selena's goal, but the guy that I sit next to, Mr. Mark Berry, decided to go for a quick wee uh, before half-time. And when he, he reckons that when he finished his wee, he heard the roar and he thought he didn't think it was that good a wee, but thanks for the cheer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've not let him live it down. And Mr. Bedard himself, Jamie himself, also missed it. So Did he? But I have been... 
on social media, keeping them fully up to date, sending every possible video version of it so they you know can make up for what they missed out for. Terrible. Terrible. And, and same applies to my mate Chris. If you're listening, Chris, hope you enjoyed missing that. I should start sending you um, pictures of it. And uh, it was, I tell you what, Chris, it was much better live than you see on telly. Yeah, that first touch was sublime. <laughs> It was, yes. So anyway, the other parts of the question were as follows. If we beat Barrow, who would you both like in the third round? Uh, And home and away, or away? Well, I think the obvious one is someone like Norwich or something like that would be cool, uh, just to get the ground rocking again, uh, because that would be a January game. Um, um, I'd like to, uh, to test the team, a championship or a premiership team, to see how good the side is. Because I think our squad is actually more championship players than League One players, but they're just not adjusting. So I mm. think putting them up against a championship or even a, a League One team, perhaps QPR, get Dizel back and, you know. He's doing well, isn't he, by all accounts? Some of his passing's been super mm. right, yeah. but he, well, like, like the bus, he disappears during games. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure I'd want Norwich. Sorry, I said that on the radio, uh, the word. Um, because it'll be a hollow victory even if we win they'll say well we didn't even put our full team out and don't you think it'll just be yeah I can see that but I'm, I'm just thinking more a home game against Norwich and getting the stadium full again yeah. and rocking it's, the atmosphere is brilliant again true uh, Alex Morton hello Alex great goal from Selena but but when Burns is fit Selena should be on the bench Burns, Chaplin and Loku discuss Ooh. controversial see it's, it's interesting if right Cook has made it very clear he's sticking with that formation. At the moment, Bond has been the form player up front, but you, you may think that Piggott might get a shout if he starts getting some goals in these games. But that across the three part, I think Burns is important if you're playing Bond for sure. Um, and he, has, he is an out-and-out winger, which Cook normally plays an inverted winger. Mm. So that's slightly a different role. Um, but Chaplin, to me, has been superb in the centre. Edwards has been fantastic down the left, but he hasn't. He's a twenty-one-year-old lad, and he hasn't got that end product. I'd have Selena down the left, and I'd have Burns down the right, and probably Chaplin in the middle, with the other players filling the spots as we do substitutions. Yeah, yeah, I can see where you're. Co- it's, it's an awkward one when you've got so much talent, isn't it? Um, Jules, Julian Hughes, who's next door to us at the moment, uh, Evening GB and Racy. Question is: Do you think that Ippy will try and get Bond on a permanent basis in January? Wills sends her love from the sunny Portland Young Offenders Institute. Wills is his, grand, his granddaughter. <laughs> well, she said it's sunny. If she stands in the far corner of her cell, she can see the rays. Um, thanks for that, uh, yeah. Jules. Um, will they try and get Bon on a permanent in Jan? Uh, it seems like a marriage made in heaven with Bon, with the Ipswich connection and all that. Um, I think there's a lot of gamesmanship going on at the moment where Ipswich are talking it down, QPR are trying to talk it up. And I think they'll agree a price. And I'd be, I'd be somewhat surprised if Bon is not an, a full-blown Ipswich Town fan. And I hope for the club's sake because they've already put a poster up on the back of the North Stand with Bon, and he's a lone player. So <laughs> yes. you kind of think they're going to have to do that for that purpose as well. Yeah, they've also got a flag of uh, of Norwood as well, haven't they? And he looks as like he could well be on his way. So yeah, but flags can come down. Yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, Alex again, Alex Morton. Uh, sorry to hear about KF's medical condition. That's Carl. Uh, yes, Carl. I didn't hope you were well. I don't like to ask. That's the trouble. Um, with regard to his concerns about how much time we have left at Portman Road, often wonder whether I will live to see Town play two up top. Can the panel reassure me? I can't, and I don't think Carl can, and I don't think 
we're necessarily anti one up top. It's just that he needs the support from the wings, possibly, especially as Carl was saying in the bar beforehand. Um, Burns. Yeah, uh, and I also think Chaplin makes it at ten. He almost becomes yeah. a second striker because he's much more mobile, pushing forward. Um, but yeah, when you've got the Frasers and all that, they are definitely sitting further back. So uh, I think it might need a change of manager before you'll see two up front. Yeah, and how likely how likely is that in your head? I think we'll stick with Cook. There, obviously, this season, I think not making the playoffs will be seen as failure. Um, but you know, if you look at Cook's history at all the other clubs, he has a, his first season he does okay, and then he gets promoted the following season on most occasions, and he seemed to be following that same format. It's interesting who we sign in January. Do you think that uh, is it? Um, what's his name, Richardson at uh, Wigan? Um, who, who has been his uh, right-hand man for a while. It was interesting, our upturn in form was when Peter Reid came on the scene. We did have right. a little upturn in form. However, Peter Reid is not sitting alongside him. He's more of a consultancy. I watched that brilliant documentary on Netflix about Brian Clough when they won the Euro- European yeah. um, Cups twice. And it was about when Taylor came back yes. to Forrest with him and how Forrest's fortunes turned. So having that number two sometimes can make the difference. But... I can't see Richardson coming to us now when he's doing so well. No, he's not likely to, is he? So, but but do you think he he would have made a difference had we yes, got him? I, yeah. I, I think having that sound at number two, you think about it. So Bobby Robson had Ferguson. Yeah. You know, all the great managers have that number two to bounce off. And I think that is a little bit where Cook, you know, he, he doesn't like people talking about it, but I do think he probably doesn't it because he's surrounded by a lot of youngsters. I mean, Peter Reid has changed that now mm. in terms of the dynamics. But, you know, when you look at the other players of Francis Jefferson at, they're quite inexperienced. They don't know that. I oh, know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a concern, maybe. Uh, Mikey Penny-Smith. Hello, Mikey. Uh, which Ipswich Town player has provided the most comedy value over the years? Larson Torre must be up yeah. there after his accidental corner flag assault at Portman Road and extra time confusion at Doncaster. Uh, yeah, Torre would be once when he gave the shirt away not knowing there was extra time do you remember that yes um, the, that, that's probably the comment I mean Bollard was always good fun for, for a bit but he didn't really do much funny stuff while in an Ipswich shirt it's more to do with his other his. clubs at Hull etc but um, yeah, I think Torre is the one that jumps out of me instantly yeah uh, yeah I can't think of anyone funnier uh, I can think of worse players yeah I can think of yeah funny as in not funny ha ha yeah. instance but that's yeah. a different thing altogether isn't it yeah, I'm trying. No, it's, it's a difficult one that, especially when you get to my age. Um, this is from Slower Ball. Good evening, memory loss. That's me. Good evening, Carlos. Love the show. Mentioned already, no doubt. An exquisite finish from Selena, but one swallow doesn't make a summer, and a slim victory over the railwaymen doesn't fill me with absolute joy. However, I remain cautiously optimistic. Nice win from the under 23s yesterday. Norwood on the score sheet. Methinks the club are just keeping him match fit and in the shop window ready for being sold slash offloaded in January. My understanding that there is no way back for Norwood, which is a shame. I am but one voice. Um, well, we'll go on to that. I think, yeah. The absence from the 23s last night of Yangi, Baggett and Armin would suggest they will be included tonight and Cook will field a changed side. I guess time will tell. I know what GB thinks about cup games, <laughs> 81, etc. Oh, God, I won't let it lie, will I? Um, but does the panel think that, irrespective of the teams that Cook will field tonight and Saturday, will poor performances slash results put additional pressure on Cook's position? 
Or are the next two games just a glorified training session? In uh, parenthesis, I hope not. Keep smiling. God bless Andy Nelson. God blimey. There's one for us, uh, Carl, Andy Nelson. Oh, Cheers wow, for that yeah. slow ball. So let's go. Let's see if I can find out what we've got to pick through this. Um, Norwood. No, he understands there's no way back, and he thinks it's a shame. I do as well. Thoughts? Yeah, I, 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 I think what he does off the pitch is doesn't fit in with the new setup within the club in terms of what they want to portray players mm. to do. Sadly, because I think he's the ideal type of player for this level of football. So do I, yeah. He has got that physical. He will make things happen. Um, but it does seem that his days are numbered with the club, which is a shame. I've met the guy in, in person. He's a really nice guy. He's just a bit of a wally off it. Um, and, yeah, I think Norwood's, Norwood's days are, are, are numbered with the club, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's who he goes to is the problem, because you don't really want him to go to a rival. I read in uh, one of the social medias, I think Oxford are interested in him. Well, you said you're better off keeping hold of him yes. than giving Oxford a leg up. Because mm. no, he'll have a point to prove against us. I agree. And he's also he's good at holding the ball up and bringing others into play, which is possibly better than than Bon is, especially yeah. when you're playing on your own. This is what you need to do, isn't it? And yeah, well, Bon Bon works his socks off. He but, does. He absolutely he's taking, does. He's, he's getting balls where we shouldn't be. Other players should be in those areas for him. But you know, we can talk for hours on that subject. Yeah, he plays on the shoulder, and, and yeah, it, it works as you say, works very hard. But not in terms of pressure on Cook, I don't actually think there's any pressure, major pressure on Cook at the moment. I think he will be given until at least getting to the playoffs. If it's, um, it is, he can always lie back on the new squad scenario, and it is all that. But I, I think Cook has got the team plan. I'm enjoying watching Ipswich play. Mm. I get disappointed with results quite often, but I do enjoy. We should have won at Sunderland. We, sh- there's, we could all name probably half a dozen games we should have won. And I think a team that's with a years further down the line would win those games. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. we. Yeah, as you say, we could talk forever about... Uh, all the successful teams have got consistency with management. Yeah, well, of course, the Robson era was, uh, was a classic case in point, wasn't yeah. it? I know football's changed since those days, but uh, there was a, a large portion of the crowd wanting him out. Where you could see he was trying to work hard, he's bringing kids, you know, getting the. Jackie Milburn started the academy, really, didn't he? Yeah, that, yeah, the academy. He kind of it, but he enhanced and, it. And Bobby he? Robson was trying to get these kids to play in the first yeah. team and bringing in experienced players like Frank Clark and uh, Jimmy Robson. This is ones for the old ones. Um, and yet the fans weren't seeing results and they were wanting him out. But we'll see. It's a different game now. You don't, managers don't last long, do they? That's the problem. They don't look at the youth because no. of that. No, exactly. Um, we got three games for you to talk about, Carl, which is unique, I think. I don't think wow. we've ever had that because it's usually one game or maybe two. But you've got three to talk about um, coming up, including tonight's uh, Rice Krispies Trophy or whatever it is, and Saturday's Cup game, and then Charlton on Tuesday. Thoughts on teams changing, permutations, etc. You've got a couple of minutes. So. I, I would hope, well, with Cook, you don't know quite know, but I think Piggott will get a run out on both though, the next two games. However, there is an argument of getting Bond having the games to get a goal, to get off it. Because you could see um, on Sunday, he was desperate to try and get that goal and he was trying too hard. Yes. So there's that kind of balance. I'd love him to see him playing Piggott and Bond in one of these games where it's not so important to us just to see if they can work as a pair because I remember at Cheltenham it was it was Pigger that flicked on for Bond when he'd done the famous miss 
Um, and they did seem to work quite well together, but they've never had a length of time together to they do did, it. They did. They have a few minutes against um, Rotherham the other night. Yeah, but we've, yeah, I know, I know. It's, but you are to, you've know. Got a, a player's got to, you know, he's got to be given a good twenty yeah. minutes to be fair, and he's not getting that, which no. I think is a bit harsh because I think, I think Pickett signed thinking he was going to be the main striker, um, but Bond, fair play to him, and you know the fans love him, and he's from our side of it, so that's so. I think tonight we'll have a mixture of youth and other squad players playing. Mm-hmm. I got a sneaking feeling he might go quite strong on Saturday um, for the FA Cup and that's probably where Bond might get uh, a bit of a run out even though he's got an important game next three days later but look at well, the classics we lost to Sunderland but Sunderland had a big gap before we played them and they looked rusty yeah. they looked rusty in that first half and we've done that before if you remember all the international breaks we took we've got um, 15 seconds Carl right so, sorry win win the, draw 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 win quick uh, win 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 bloody hell Carl well, you've been drinking in that uh, in the green room. I only gave you two vodkas. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Till next week, have a good one. Take care. Bye.